0: listening to Lighthearted, the official podcast of the United States Lighthouse Society. My name is Jeremy Dontremont. Welcome. My co-host is Cindy Johnson, operations manager of Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouses. Hi, Cindy. Welcome back.
1: Thanks, Jeremy. I'm glad to be back.
0: Cindy, I know you're an expert at dealing with the public in your role at Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse and in the work you do at the Exeter Inn, but have you ever done any acting?
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't think I've done any acting since playing Glinda the Good Witch (laughs) in my elementary school's production of The Wizard of Oz, so it's been a while.
0: Okay. Well, I can't say I've done a lot of acting, but I was part of a group that did live comedy skits on radio in the Boston area back in the late 1980s and early 90s. We had a show on community radio uh, at MIT in Cambridge called Such a Headache, as in, you're giving me such a headache. (laughs) Uh, We did another one at Boston College called Gag Time for a couple of years. We did political humor and satire, that sort of thing. Uh, It was a blast. And I was a film major in college. I acted in films for some other people. But I've never done any stage acting. That seems really frightening to me.
1: Even though you've given hundreds of lectures?
0: Yeah, well, you know, talking about lighthouses, something I've studied for over 30 years, is far different from getting up on stage in front of people and pretending to, to be somebody else that... Uh, is very, very different. Seems really, really scary to me.
1: Yeah, to me too.
0: Well, our guest today is an actor who has taken his love for history and focused it on one of the great personalities in Lighthouse history. Cindy, please help me tell our listeners about Joseph Smith.
1: Sure. Sure. Joseph Smith is a performing artist who researches, writes, and performs living history. In recent years, he has written and performed a portrayal of Augustin Fresnel, the inventor of the Fresnel lens that revolutionized lighthouse lighting. He has performed the program titled Augustin Fresnel Through a New Lens in settings that include the National Lighthouse Museum on Staten Island, a 2018 International Lighthouse Conference hosted by the Michigan Lighthouse Alliance, the 2019 American Lighthouse Foundation Annual Gala, the 2019 Michigan Lighthouse Festival, and the 2019 Florida Lighthouse Association Fall Meeting, among other venues.
0: Joseph has been a theatrical performer based in New York City since 1995. His roles have ranged from John Merrick in The Elephant Man to Ty Cobb in Cobb, to Virgil and Dante's Inferno. He decided to take his love of acting and his love of history and to bring them together as a performing artist of living history. His passion is to create excitement and curiosity about history by giving voice to stories that celebrate the human spirit.
1: Joseph's other portrayals in his living history performances have included Philip Freneau, poet of the American Revolution, William T. Davis, Staten Island naturalist and historian, landscape designer Frederick Law Olmsted, and Vice President Daniel D. Tompkins.
0: Of his Augustine Fresnel portrayal, Marge Ellenberger, director of the Michigan Lighthouse Festival, said, quote, Joseph Smith is a magical artist who gives his portrayals in such a unique manner that he makes the audience feel that they have gone back in time he leaves the audience in awe and they want to hear more." Unquote.
1: Joseph Smith describes Augustin Fresnel, through a new lens, as the story of one man's fascination with, quote, finding the solution to the many questions in the inexhaustible range of science, end quote. His journey reveals a lifetime of personal challenges, scientific curiosity, and innovative achievements.
0: I've seen Joseph Smith's portrayal of Fresnel twice, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's educational, but don't let that scare you. It's not dry at all. It's very entertaining and emotional and very moving. I recommend it highly if you have a chance to see it. I recently had a chance to talk on the phone with Joseph Smith. Let's listen to that conversation now. I am on the phone with Joseph Smith, performing artist. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today, Joe. I, I really appreciate it. Well, thank you,
2: Jeremy. It's it's uh, an honor, a privilege, and I'm and I'm so appreciative uh, to be on this podcast.
0: Well, thank you again. So, m- mostly today we'll be talking about your portrayal of Augustin Fresnel, one of the most important figures in lighthouse history. But with, and by the way, of course, I've seen the the performance a couple of times, and it's just fantastic. So that's mainly what we're going to talk about today. But if we could start by talking a little bit about your background as an actor, and I'm, I'm just curious, what led you to become an actor in the first place? Is that something you wanted to do from a young age? Well, believe it or not, as as a young
2: child, I was very shy. I was the shy, quiet type. Hmm. And so I actually did not make my theatrical debut until the tender age of 33. Hmm. I won't say what year that is cuz then people start figuring out how old I am. But uh and it actually came about through believe it or not karaoke. And uh it just it just so happens that some of my coworkers were playing a gag on someone who they thought they was still there and they weren't and so they came rushing over to me and said would you sing this song cuz we don't want to be embarrassed by this person not being there. And so I got up and I sang All Shook Up by Elvis Presley. <laughs> and, uh, and so my leg is going a mile a minute. <laughs> it wasn't part of the act. It was just because I was nervous. <laughs> but after I sang the song, I just got this incredible applause yeah. And I said, All right, I've done my good deed. Let me go. And the guy who's running the karaoke said, Oh, no, 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 no. Sing the next song. And I look at him saying, uh, Well, I, I hope I know the next song. So I did blue suede shoes. And then the next week, I had 16 people down from work to hear me sing. <laughs> and so from there, someone who knew me from the, the karaoke circuit, because I caught the bug and I was going around singing for two years, and she uh, was part of a church that had a, a, a theater company. And so she had an opening for the role of Eddie Ryan in Funny Girl. And she asked me if I was interested in in doing it. And I said, you know, sure, why not? And Jeremy, I can't tell you, once I hit the stage, I was like a fish in water. I was Uh so comfortable on stage. And the only time I was nervous was off stage doing a costume change because I was concerned that I wasn't going to get back on stage in time for the scene. And so one thing leads to another. You do one show, and then somebody says, oh, there's an opening here, and you do that. And then through there, I I got my first uh, lead role in Dante's Inferno as Virgil. And then I got to do John Merrick as the Elephant Man, which is one mm-hmm. of my favorite roles, and uh, doing Jacob Marley's Christmas Carol. And, and it's how I met my wife. I met my wife through theater. And so... Uh, it all, it all comes down to, to
0: karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. That's a great story. You know, I don't think it's that unusual for actors to be actually kind of kind of shy. And I, I want to tell you a little, little secret. The only song I will ever sing publicly is uh, imita- an imitation of Elvis Presley's uh, Blue Christmas. But I'm not going to do it. I, I won't do it now. I will never do it on the podcast, but that's just a little... <laughs> <laughs> little inside, little inside secret there. So, there you anyway, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, along with acting, do you have you also had a long time interest in history uh, as well?
2: Well, I had always
0: was very fascinated um, with knowing. I, I would go to
2: the library, and, I, and, and there was a time where I said, "I wonder if I'm named after anyone, or if my name is in the encyclopedia." Remember those? And so. I went to the library, and I'm looking up the name, and sure enough, there's Joseph Smith. And I was like, wow. And so I studied up on him, and then uh, I remember in the eighth grade, uh, the teacher, first day of class in American history, he's handing out the U.S. Constitution to each student and asking their name. And he comes up to me and he says, Joseph Smith, do you know who Joseph Smith was? Yes, he was the founder of the Mormon Church, blah, 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 blah. Like, "Okay, blah, and so um, I, I've always had a fascination with history. I, 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 did, I remember doing book reports on Benjamin Franklin and Claude Monet and, and other people from history. But because I didn't get involved in theater until a much later age, it didn't dawn on me uh, until later to combine those two loves, uh, history and, and acting, and bring those two together to do what I do now and that's living history.
0: So that kind of led you to develop your living history programs to, to combine the two loves.
2: Yes, I, you know, I, had, I had always been fascinated with old cemeteries and the reason being is that in the old cemeteries you have these brownstone headstones and and they would have these epitaphs and these, these like short stories of these people and I would I would stand there and think does anyone know this person's story? All these people had a story while they were alive on this planet does anyone know who they were and and what kind of life they had and, and and what contributions they made to their community? And so that led me to getting involved in a an organization that rehabilitates uh, cemeteries, friends of abandoned cemeteries on Staten Island. And I I decided that you know there was there were people out there who, while they were alive, they made an impact, but because of the passage of time, their stories has been forgotten. And uh, so that's why I I really and and. The one time I I did a a program on site at a cemetery uh, portraying Calvin Decker Van Name, who was the third borough president of Staten Island, and my wife was there seeing it, and she says, right afterwards, she said, you need to do this. And from that point, I just developed all these living history programs, and and just to raise the awareness of people that live in their communities, that these people made an impact in the past. And... And that's why that street is named so-and-so, or that's why that house is being uh, preserved, uh, because this person who lived there made a contribution. And it also teaches the young people to deepen their connection to where they live and and to to go out there and and make an impact in their communities in the present and, and in the future.
0: So uh you just mentioned one of them, but before your portrayal of Fresnel, before you developed that one, what were some of the other living history portrayals you've enjoyed doing the most?
2: Um i I really it's it's been a, a a love to do them all. Some of the ones that I've I've really enjoyed doing uh was William T. Davis, who was a naturalist and historian, self-trained, who was one of the co-founders of the Staten Island Museum. And I had the the honor to go into their archives and this gentleman kept journals, daily journals for many, many years, at least 35 years of his life, and to put the white gloves on and to go through these arc, go through these journals and know what this man was doing and thinking on a particular day. It was like having a conversation with him. It was a bike, it was like going across time and having a conversation. Um, so that's that's been a favorite of mine another frenchman philippe Furneau, poet of the american revolution is another favorite but i've really i've, I've enjoyed doing uh, each and every one of them because i just love research and i love uh, i'm i'm starting to love writing uh, it's a lot of editing and my my wife not only directs me but she helps edit uh, the script so it's 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 like rehearsal you just you keep doing it and you keep doing it to find the right rhythm and taking a sentence and moving it, oh, that goes better in front instead of after. So it's a joy. I'm so blessed to be able to do this work.
0: So what led you to Augustin Fresnel, to writing and portraying Augustin Fresnel? I'm glad you asked that, Jeremy, because sometimes I get a chance
2: to choose the person who I want to portray, and sometimes they choose me. And Monsieur Fresnel chose me. Um, I had done a... Portrayal of uh, a performance of Philip Freneau for the Arts Council on Staten Island while I was living there, and each borough of, of New York City has their own Arts Council. So they they were having their first all day conference, and I and I thought this is probably the only chance I'm going to get to do Philip Frano on Staten Island. I usually do him in New Jersey, and so I did the performance. And afterwards, they broke for lunch, and a woman comes. She makes a beeline for me, and she's like. Are you planning to apply for a grant this year? Uh, I said, Well, I haven't. I haven't thought about it much. She says, Well, you come down to the National Lighthouse Museum. You speak to our executive director, Linda DiAnto, and she'll, you know, you guys can figure out what you want to do. And uh, it was one of the board of trustees, uh, Marianne Piazza. And so Marianne did not know that Linda and I had met five years previously at a history conference in upstate New York in Buffalo. And so I meet Linda, and we're trying to figure out. Who, who can I portray for them? Because uh, we're going to put in for a grant. So can, maybe we can do a lighthouse keeper, uh, maybe George Putnam. Um, um, so we just we got up, we walk around the museum, and then we pass a couple of Fresnel lenses, and there is on the board there his picture, his illustration, the drawing of Augustin Fresnel. And Linda and I are looking at it. We look at each other. We look back at Monsieur Fresnel, we look at each other, we look back at Monsieur Fresnel and then we look back and then Linda looks at me and says, you even look like him. <laughs> and Jeremy, the, the goose pimples, the, the chills, the, the, the hairs on my arms, they just stood up and it was like Monsieur Fresnel saying to me, please tell my story. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just knew right then and there that this is, this is the person from Lighthouse History that I, that
0: I need to do. You do look like them. when you have your hair uh, combed the right way and the, cl- yeah. the right clothes and everything. It, it's uh, it's pretty remarkable, really. It it is it it, it uh, I don't know if it quite gives me chills, but it comes pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, <laughs> really. It's perfect. So uh, I can see uh, the the feeling you must have gotten when you saw that picture. Uh, were were lighthouses of an in, in, in interest of yours be, before that that point
2: in uh, your
0: life? To be honest with you,
2: they 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 weren't. Um, I was more of a land. I was landlocked. I was a, I was a land-based history guy. I was I was into the local history of Staten Island. I was into certain periods of time in U.S. history, whether it was the American Revolution or the Victorian period or the 1920s. These were these were. Times and, and and to a lesser extent the Civil War, and th- these were times that were that attracted me and, and and then, you know, all the historical figures that are from those time periods, and so I, I I wasn't part of the choir, but since then I have joined the choir and I have sung its praises. So right. uh, it's it's been a it's been a blessing to do this work.
0: Uh so how did you get into your research uh f- when you got into the writing of the the script for the show how how did you research for was there did you find that there was a lot of material to draw from or was it kind of sketchy or uh, how were you able to do that The one challenge
2: that I had with Monsieur Fresnel is that he was born and raised in France every every other person that I have portrayed has been born and raised in the United States and thankfully, uh, as a primary source, one of the primary sources that I have is uh, a short bright flash by Teresa Levitt. Yes. Now, including including any book written by Jeremy Dontremont that needs to be in your lighthouse library. <laughs> this Teresa Levitt's book is is another one, and uh, she did a fantastic job with not only Augustine Fresnel but also just the the birth of the modern lighthouse, as it says on the cover of her book. Um, and so I, I, I relied on that. I uh, also relied on the complete works of Augustin Fresnel that his brother Leonor and a couple of other gentlemen put together, and, uh, and also a book that uh, his mentor, Francois Arago, uh, wrote called The Biographies of Distinguished, Amer- uh, Distinguished Scientific Men, and Monsieur Fresnel is, is one of those. And so, and then of course, other secondary sources as well. And so, particularly with the letters, the correspondence, and this, this is one of the things that I, I like to use in my living history uh, performances uh, because this is that person, this is their words, they're speaking these words. And so, because it was in French, um, I wanted to expand on, on some of the correspondence, and so I would go and use several different translating uh, pages uh, on the internet and 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 just get a complete picture of, of who this gentleman was and and how he corresponded with people and uh... so there that that was it was challenging in terms of that in terms of that so uh, but it's been it's always a work of joy mm-hmm. when when you get a chance to when i get a chance to portray someone you uh... i, I always strive first and foremost for historical accuracy and, 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 you know, you, history is, a, is in and of itself exciting, and so I, I want to bring that to the table, and I want to uh, engage people and, and bring the essence of that person forward so that the audience can connect with it and, and,
0: and feel like they've gone back in time. Right. Well, you've been very successful at that. And I, I think Teresa Levitt's book is so so beautifully written and researched, and you you do bring it to life. And I think your your performance and her book are, are nice companion pieces. So I'd recommend that anybody interested in Fresnel see your performance and read her book. And, uh, you know, it, between the two, it's a, a pretty nice uh, portrait of, of the man. So. I, I appreciate that Jeremy thank you well I, I sincerely mean it so what to you is most interesting about Fresnel was there something did you kind of latch on to something that for you kind of makes him tick for you well it's a couple of things
2: uh, I think the fact that even though he wasn't an only child I was an only child but he was he, again he wasn't uh, that shy he had a, a period of time where he was very shy very awkward it's amazing that this gentleman, you know, he couldn't read until he was eight, nine years old. Um, and so it's, um, I kind of connected with that, being that shy that shy child. Um, but it was also connected with his resiliency. He battled poor health throughout most of his life and uh, eventually passed uh, due to consumption. As we know it here in the U.S., it's tuberculosis at the uh, very young age of 39. And so I was very struck by his resiliency and 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 not giving up. and I, And I see that resiliency every day in the lighthouse community. Um, it's just and that's why I'm part of the choir because there's there's when any time you run uh, an organization, particularly in the nonprofit world, it takes a lot of patience, a lot of persistence, and a lot of perseverance to to get through the day. and and of course, lighthouses. It's like owning, an, owning your own home. It's, you, there's, there's things that need to be done on a daily basis. And I just I, I just want to take this opportunity to uh, applaud everyone in the Lighthouse community um, that day in, day out, they, uh, they know that they have a treasure in their hands and, and a beacon of, of light and a beacon of hope. And I, I really appreciate the work that everyone does uh, throughout the, not only the United States but throughout the world in,
0: in what they do. Well, that's very nicely said. So, uh, what uh, has been the reaction from people in the lighthouse world to your show? Have have uh, people liked it? Uh, what's the feedback been like? It's been incredible. Uh, I am just
2: every time I do the show. I don't want to jinx myself, but I, I mostly get a standing ovation, and it's um, it's it just warms my heart. I'm very I'm I'm flattered. I'm absolutely flattered um uh, when i receive these responses and people come up to me and uh, you know they say oh you look like him too <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it's just been it's just been delightful it really has been and i'm i'm looking forward to to doing this for as, as many years as i can um you know i've got i've got a window of 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 time to do this performance i gotta i gotta take care of myself and look and continue to look as young as i do and and we'll be all right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Do you have any upcoming performances scheduled at at Lighthouse Events?
2: I have. um, In this in this business, you got to go. You got to look long range. Um, And so, uh, I'm going to jump to 2021. And uh, I've been in touch with Elaine Jones who had, uh, earlier this year, along with yourself, was a recipient of the Keeper of the Light Awards from the American Lighthouse Foundation. And Elaine Jones has done some great work with the Burnt Island Lighthouse yes. up in Maine. And they're gonna be celebrating a bicentennial in 2021. So Elaine is gonna do her darndest and, and, and to, to bring my performance up there to help celebrate that bicentennial. And so uh, we're, we're hopeful for, for doing that. Um, and in terms of also looking uh, long-range, um, I've been in touch with Annie Potts, who you just oh. recently interviewed. Oh, <laughs> okay, uh, with great. Reef light station yes, yes. And, uh, and talk about, you know, what these folks uh, down in the Bahamas are dealing with on, an, on a day-in, day-out basis. And, yes. And, again, resiliency. Yes. The, the folks of the Bahamas have been so resilient, and, and that, that light station, that lighthouse... Is their beacon of hope, their yes. beacon of light, and so I know it's a long journey for it's a long journey for them, but they're going to they're going to make it, and they're going to be stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. And so I've been in touch with Annie, and we're we're hoping we're it's very 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 extreme preliminaries of uh, reaching out to Monsieur Franel and see what he can do and, and do his part. Um, more coming up in terms of of a solid. Uh, uh... performance in terms of uh... that's gonna happen is uh... i'm returning to the michigan lighthouse festival uh, in twenty twenty mm-hmm. uh... this is going to be done in traverse city michigan um, so marge ellenberger who does a fantastic job with the lighthouse festival uh... she gave me the go-ahead to to announce that uh, i would be performing uh... returning to perform at the uh... at the festival in twenty twenty and that's uh... In conjunction with celebrating mission point lighthouse's one hundred and fiftieth anniversary, uh, so that's uh, that's great uh, great news and and uh, that'll be happening August seventh and eighth there'll be more details on the Michigan lighthouse Festival website in January uh, regarding that and I just continue to reach out to people uh, you know to to do to bring the performance to as many lighthouse organizations here in the us and you know you sense i'm always sensitive to to the organizations everyone's got different plans they have different needs and they have different budgets and so I try and do my best to work with each uh, individual organization and and what is best for them how can I serve you
0: and so that's what I'll continue to do Jeremy uh, I appreciate it well, that's all fantastic that's all great news what you just uh, told us so how can people uh, get in touch with you if they're interested in having a performance
2: they can uh, go visit my website which is www.raisinghistory.com that's all one word and uh, i have a contact form there i i have my my cell number on there as well and uh, they can reach out to me there and and i will work with them uh, to to see what's best for their organization and, and and what's possible and so i really appreciate the opportunity to to do this work and to and to bring Mr. Fresnel's story to life and uh, and share it with uh, the community.
0: So again, that's www.raisinghistory.com, is that correct? That's, that's correct. Okay, and I'll put that on the uh, U.S. Lighthouse Society news blog when uh, we post this uh, podcast as well. So let me ask you, have you thought about doing any other performance projects related to lighthouses?
2: Well, one of the things I think what I would like to do in in the future is um, maybe incorporate a lighthouse keeper into the Fresnel performance itself. Um, but I also would love to do uh, to perform. I mean, every lighthouse has at least one lighthouse keeper who has a and and probably more who has a compelling story. Uh, who uh, uh, that was one of the things that really had an impact on me once I started doing the Fresnel performance is that these lighthouse keepers, they, they had a huge responsibility, not only themselves, but their families, but it was often a very dangerous job. It's and, but people's lives depended on them, keeping that light lit, keeping that lens clean, uh, and, and doing what was necessary to, to make the the waterways safe for everyone. And so, uh, I'm also looking at Sumner increase Kimball, who, uh, was the organizer of the United States Light Saving Service, and and through him, maybe perhaps Joshua James, I believe, is the gentleman's name.
0: Yes.
2: Uh, so those two are also possibilities, and the fact that my wife is an actress, and she not only directs and edits me, she's she's an actress as well. It's how we met in theater. She would love to do some some ladies who have been keepers of the light. So we're looking at that as well.
0: Wow, it's all that it. Those are all great ideas. Those are all great ideas. And uh, I would encourage you to develop any any or all of those uh, along with your wife as well. So uh, this is all uh, very exciting, and uh, I look forward to seeing you as Fresnel again and uh, you know maybe uh, some other lighthouse or lifesaving uh, service related. Projects as well. So, Joe Smith, Joseph Smith, I, I thank you so much for spending this time with me today. Uh, I, I feel like we could we could talk uh, all afternoon, and I would love I would love to do that. But. <laughs> I think we're gonna to have to cut it cut it short today, but I'd like to talk to you again sometime, and uh, maybe there'll be new projects to talk about in the future. so uh, and I will I'm sure I will be seeing you maybe uh, in New England at one of these performances coming up. And uh, Absolutely. I, I I'll may give you a heads up. I don't want to say too much right now, but I may have something up my sleeve uh, to talk to you about as far as uh, performances uh, within New England as well. So uh, we'll talk more about that later. So, so anyway, all right. thank you so much, Joe. I I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, all right, we'll be. Talking. You're quite welcome, Jeremy. And again, uh, my my hats off to
2: everyone in the Lighthouse community. You just keep up the work. Keep shining your light.
0: I really enjoyed speaking with Joseph Smith, and I hope we can get him back to this area for another performance as Augustin Fresnel. I was just reviewing some material on Fresnel. It's interesting that he had a short life and didn't receive that much attention from the public in his lifetime, but he said that not even a claim from his distinguished colleagues could compare with the pleasure of discovering a theoretical truth or confirming a calculation experimentally.
1: As always, we thank the staff, volunteers, members, and board of directors of the United States Lighthouse Society. If you enjoy this podcast, we suggest that you become a member of the USLHS or make a donation to support it. You can learn more about memberships and all the great things the society has to offer on the website at uslhs.org and also on the social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: One of the things the US Lighthouse Society offers that makes it really special is domestic and international lighthouse tours. Go to uslhs.org and click on Tours to see all the offerings. There are some amazing tours coming up. One of the domestic tours coming up in just a few months is a New Hampshire tour, which I'll be leading.
1: The tour also includes a bit of Massachusetts with a cruise in Boston Harbor and a look at Boston Light, America's first light station. In New Hampshire, there will be a cruise on Lake Sunapee where you will see three lighthouses while cruising on a lake that is 1,100 feet above sea level and is the highest lake of its size in America.
0: After a visit to the scenic Castle in the Clouds, there will be a cruise on Lake Winnipesaukee followed by a stay in Portsmouth with a charter cruise past several lighthouses and a visit to Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse.
1: One of my favorites. And there will also be a visit to Plum Island Lighthouse in Massachusetts, which will be opened for climbing. Sounds like a great tour. Again, details are available on the tour section at uslhs.org.
0: I hope to see some of our listeners on that tour. Thanks also to everyone out there who works for lighthouse-related organizations and for the preservation of any kind of history. Everything you do is important and is much appreciated. We are all on the same team. Keep up the good work.
1: As always, thanks to everyone for listening and keep, keep a, a good, good light. I'm going to let it shine out in the dark. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine.
2: Let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm
1: Yeah.